Homegrown Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. And we are back with some guests, man, the homies, man. They're homegrown homies. They're rose-grown homies. Rosecrans Vic, Callie's in the building with us right now. He didn't get left uh, outside this last Rip, man, y'all let me in. Almost. They waited for me, too, man. Yeah, you almost hey, got left. I had I just compassion. know I jogged on the way in, and I'm tired. Yeah, he's here, man. <laughs> and we got Rob, too, in Rob the building too. as well, man. So, uh, Rob, too. Man, we here. Yeah, so, so Rosecrans Vic, man, and, and Callie, man, go on and let people know, what, what are we doing here? We talked to you a few months back. Uh, yep. Damn near early 2019. Yeah. You, one of the things that you were saying as far as just moving out here and, and shaking in terms of like the businesses expanding and the growth of the Rosecrans um, Avenue crew. So let us know what we're doing here right now, man. What's what's popping for 2019, man, 2020? Um, shit, super excited to announce that, you know, we, we got our own... Uh, label situation with empire okay so shout out to you yep. congrats shout out to you he he uh you know what there was a, a video i don't know how many people seen it but like it was uh back in was it maybe last year no maybe beginning of this year beginning of this year yeah they interviewed nima and he's like at the very end of the interview he's like yo like now that i have your attention like i need to give a few names yeah like, mm. one of it was me it was cypress it was i think yeah, I uh dj artistic dope and you know he was like i don't know who they are he's like yeah let me you check know, i'm, gonna, I'm yeah. gonna check into it and, you know i get a call from gentry like you know a few months later and he's just like yo like do you make music and i'm just like what i'm like gentry you know me like what do you mean like he's like i don't know he's like i think nima thinks you make music do you i was like i don't make music but we have like artists under us and we you know are interested in putting out music we had already put out one song mm-hmm. uh called bankrolls with him uh rpt swish and big swift so you know it was just like yeah like let's you know make like, it happen you know let's let's talk and then so you know that led to you know us getting the situation and everything so yeah man shout out to you head Big west shout coast out. yeah man, man. <laughs> west coast i'm glad that real, i can do that real you dude. know what i'm saying yeah. i'm glad i'm glad you said that too so so that means there's gonna be some points in the album what's, what's happening uh, uh, <laughs> what were you about to say on the back end uh, okay. uh, shit, I, I just want to say like just to piggyback off of vic uh definitely had always been shouting out the homies like uh, i see every like you know coming up you, you get excited when you hear clips of people that you working with like hey so and so said their name so and so said their name so you're definitely someone who I hear say Rob too For real. Um, For real. just a bunch of different things you shout out don't come to LA you actually you Chuck Dizzle pull up to our events mm-hmm. so um, that's for me from going just kind of on the business side of things to try to figure out like how to put my face out there y'all really like a blueprint for me so that's that's love. it's cool because y'all really pull up and and you don't act like oh i'm dj head like don't talk to me like you're very approachable cool. he does that sometimes but but at least when he came to our event he's like yo what up man I, you know i appreciate it this that and little things like that keep you going yeah when, especially when you're in the beginning and you're unsure of shit now, now, Callie, so, since you were, you didn't get a chance, we didn't get a chance to talk to you the last time you were here, yeah. so explain to people what exactly you do, because I'm sure they see yeah. you. A lot of people may know, but if they don't know, yeah. man, what is so, Callie all about? So, uh, I'm Callie Shishadi. Um, So, I, I, I started managing artists, um, Big Swift, at first, um, ran into Vic. So, me and Vic actually went to the same high school. I'm sorry old. to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> he's, a, he's a year older than me. <laughs> we didn't even fuck with him. Yeah, we, we, we didn't, yeah, like yeah. Really? And uh, we literally never talked one time in high school. Um, And then I, after high school, I started interning with DJ Ski, Benny Cassette, uh, got a chance to work on some pretty big projects. Got did super dirty, and I was like, "Yo, F who me. did you dirty?" Um, it was uh, actually he dropped the album today. 
or uh, yesterday, uh, the whole Kanye camp. I got did oh, dirty damn. on the oh, Jesus album. Okay. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. On that album, I got did dirty, actually. Really? So, yeah, so um, I was like, man, I'm going to go back to school, whatever. Uh, so I, I reached out to Swift, and Vic was helping Swift at the time. And it's it just like a genuine kind of relationship happened on accident. We just started working with each other. Um, so Vic is like the face um, and he started uh, Rosecrans and he handles the PR and blogging and I'm, I'm more on the business side of it. Um, but recently, I would say in like the last year, year and a half, we don't really have roles anymore. Um, like, I don't know what my job is or Vic's job is. We just like, hey, this is what we need to get done. So Somebody do the shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's got to get feel done. Now, is that yeah. beneficial in terms of like creating the structure of a company or, or do you like the, how fluid it is in terms of like bouncing off roles and, and not necessarily defining them roles and going back and forth? Yeah, well, we're definitely trying to like, because there's a lot I can learn from him. There's a lot he can learn from me. So we've been really like using this time to, uh, I guess you could say like cross train, you know, each mm-hmm. other. You know what I mean? Like, and he's like a big like stats guy. Like, I don't really give a fuck about numbers. Yeah. Like, he's just like, oh, bro, look at this. And I'm just like more like the content, you know, person. And then he's just like, yeah, that's cool. But like, how are we going to monetize that yeah. in certain things? So like, it's been dope just learning, you know, from each other in that way. And, you know, listening to like each other's ideas. Like, and what, what yeah. I would like to say specifically about our relationship as business partners, um, we're very open minded. There's a lot of time, like I'm very stubborn, I would say. Uh, so when people, what nationality are you? Uh, Middle Eastern. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah so my <laughs> it dad, it make a lot of sense. You know what I mean? my, yeah. dad, my dad's from Sudan. My mom's from Palestine. I was born in Libya. So oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Trifecta right there. Yeah, yeah, you got all that you, shit. Yeah, all of it. <laughs> and I'm Catholic. I'm that one percent of Arabs that are stubborn that are also like, man, I'm gonna do my own. I'm thing. doing this Catholic <laughs> shit. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, it's real cool to just be able to, like Vic will come at me with a crazy idea, and I'll be like, "This don't make sense number wise." And but why did why did you want to do this? And then we meet in the middle, so it's kind of cool to, like, actually respect other people's opinion back and forth all the time, even though it sounds stupid when you just say it. That's what's up, Kelly. What, what do you think the biggest message uh, lesson that you've learned from getting done dirty? I mean, obviously we we know about yeah. how this industry is and yeah. goes left to right, but what what specific message did you learn from from that situation? that you like like don't believe in the hype like the dream is always being sold to you like live in the real world that that's what i think i took away from it um just knowing like at the time i was going to college Mm -hmm. like uh benny cassette was the main dude who did me dirty like i let his music attorney kind of handle my stuff because he was my mentor like to the point to where he was like yeah you can live in my house like i used to live in his crib like so i was really just kind of believed in him and believed in everything. Put out your yeah. And uh, so just don't believe, like, if it's too good to be true, it might be. And the other biggest thing is, like, create a genuine team and work with who you want to work. Someone, like, me and Vic call each other, like, 30 times a day. If if it's not like so that, so y'all in a relationship? I, w- I would say right, past that. Say that. Right. <laughs> I would say past that. Like y'all got a real bromance going yeah. on. <laughs> a super little bromance. <laughs> you know, what you know what's funny? So Vic sent me a podcast, and it was the the one from the guys who started the hundreds, and they were talking about how you spend more time with your business partner than your wife statistically. Yeah. And if you don't have a better relationship, like 
Like, Vic knows my finances. He knows who I'm talking to. He knows how my mama's doing. And I know vice versa with him, too. Hey, Vic, I got a question for you. Uh, when the last time he took a shit? Man, I don't know. Probably right before he got here because he took forever. And he, yeah, and he was sweating late. when he walked in. Just... <laughs> Facts. <Yeah. laughs> so it's true. That shit almost left either. you outside. <laughs> now, uh, now, I was going to ask you the same thing, Vic, because uh, I saw something that you either tweeted or it was an Instagram message about how you the you you got transferred out of your job. I don't know if they fired you. You like got let go. Of, oh, something yeah. changed. I got fired. Yeah, I you got, got fired. fired. Yeah. So, hey, I mean, welcome to the club. Yeah, I mean, goddamn it. Best thing that ever happened to me. Man, but, man. Exactly. AAA fired my black ass. Oh, you know shit. what I'm saying? Hey, shout out they Wells fired Fargo. Me, walked me out to the car and shout, all that. Shout, shout out Wells Fargo. They they fired me. At last time I was here, I was, I was gonna say, were you working there? Last no, time? I got oh. I got let go January seventh. So okay, very so. beginning of the year. It was just low key and like people. I don't know. I'm kind of ambiguous. Like I don't let every single part of my life out all the time. Like so, people sometimes assume that like I was already doing this full time, and then you know I sure other, did. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and then so when that happened, it was just like perfect timing. I was just like, okay, perfect. 2019. Like this is what I wanted. Right. I'm not gonna look for a job. Mm -hmm. Like I'm gonna just hustle. I'm gonna just get it. You know what I mean? So so that's what happened. And I kind of didn't uh, announce it publicly because I wanted uh, I wanted some like. I wanted a story to tell. You know what I mean? Like once we're dropping this album, I'm just like, oh yeah, like Perfect by time. the way, like yeah. you know what I mean? To, to inspire somebody else. You know what I mean? Somebody might have got fired last week and been like, damn, like this is this sucks. You know what I mean? But you know, it really is a blessing in disguise. Like headset, you know, AAA, like best thing ever happened to you. Probably, you Man. know what I mean? And and I find it that people listen to your story when you do have a lot more shit going on. Exactly. So I mean, people see you going uh, to Rolling Loud. Yeah. They're seeing all these things going on in yeah. addition to the the album coming out. Yeah. It's like, well, damn. Now the the people are actually listening to what you got to say. So exactly. Yeah. Because I could have just posted on my story like, hey, got guys, fired I got today. fired today. <laughs> like. Right. What I was what I would say when uh, Vic got fired, I had recently or no two months after that, I was at a job at Kaiser. I had recently graduated college. I was getting like a job over a hundred k a year, but I hated it. You said what? Damn! Wait, yeah, hold on. I was, Wait, I was a hospital admin. Bro, you tripping? Bro, <laughs> nah, you let that shit go. I let that shit. I don't have medical insurance be where he right at. now. Damn. Damn. I have, I swear to God, bro. Swear to God. So like, wait, there was no take way his mic away. <laughs> <laughs> there was no way you could do both. Yeah, nah. So I just remember like just I worked at a hospital. I had to care about the patients, and to be honest, I didn't care. And I was like, yo, yo. Once I stopped caring about people, I was like, yo, this ain't the job for me. Yeah, you, you might want to exit and, yourself. You working at a hospital, not yeah, caring I about the patients. Out. So, so then I know, uh, you know, a, a lot of people know Vic has a kid, and I seen him like not willingly have to figure it out mm. and him doing that let me know like this is what we've been asking and praying for to to be our own bosses to have our own company to deal with these day-to-day -day situations so um seeing how he handled it uh encouraged me to quit and both of us haven't had a job since and still taking care of the family and the business been booming that's dope Hey, listen, man. Um, shout out to the homie Rob too. Yeah, you know what Rob I'm saying. Two in this. Um, uh. I actually came to one of Rosecrans uh, Rosecrans Ave events, and I remember seeing this dude Rob too, and it was crazy to me because we was in a hot ass venue. The venue yeah. was hot. hot Walls was dripping. Yep. It was packed. Yeah. Sounds like Rob Two in there in a bubble jacket. Bubble jacket. <laughs> Rob Two was in there. Rob Two was in there in a bubble jacket. He thought he, he was, was fly. He's just red? rolling around. Mm -hmm. And so, <laughs> and so, <My> rolling. <laughs> and so the thing is, when I was in there, um, and I and I saw like you know he did his performance and whatnot, and I was like, yo, who is that? Like he kind of hard. Mm. And so I ended up. I think I talked to Vic about it, and then I talked to a couple other people. Like yo, that's Rob Two. So then I came up to him, introduced myself, and 
I was like, yo, you dope. You know what I'm saying? I was giving him a compliment. And he was still kind of looking at me like, like I was gonna like ask him for twenty dollars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was like looking at me like, I'm not gonna lie. I was in shock, bro, because like you not even knowing. Like months before this, like I'm in my room. You feel me? Like talking to myself. Like I gotta meet DJ Head. That's cool. Oh, that's crazy. I gotta like you feel me? They gotta know who I am. The next thing, hold on, hold on, hold on. Finish, finish what you saying. You feel me? I gotta get here. You feel me? I'm here. You feel me? Like. That shit like a good ass feeling. That's what's up. What was you gonna say? Yeah. Um, just to go off what Rob said, I know that's true because um, like me and him go over his goals and things, and that was literally one of the goals was homegrown with DJ Head. Damn. Damn. Oh, that's crazy. Damn. So you feel me? So, uh, like I, he literally called me when that happened. Oh, where? Like, the next day, hey, bro, like it's like that's another sign from God, bro. Let's keep pushing. Yeah. So like that really was an impact. Like I remember that. Yeah, for real, for real. And then I also remember, um, like, I remember going and checking your shit out. Like, I'm going to go listen to your stuff and, you know, see what else you yeah. had going on. I was listening to some stuff. Some stuff I liked, some stuff I didn't like. And I, mm -hmm. I shared that with you. Um, but what's dope to me is that, you know, you being fresh in the game, a lot of a lot of the dudes that's newer, they be knuckleheads. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'll try to, like, share some information. Mm -hmm. And they be like, man, you know, I'm you know, I'm going to do I'm this. I'm out here, and, though. I'm out here. Like, <laughs> yeah. it'd be all this bravado, but you were yeah. very receptive to it, so I appreciate that. Rob, Rob yeah. is pretty wise for his age, and, and he is new as an artist, but Loki, he's been in the game for some years. Man, like, for, like, a while, I'm not going to lie. People don't really know like that. Two, Rob, 2015, really? Speak on that. Shit, um, I was working with Sway, Greedo, yep. Chike, everybody, like, before everybody really, like, blew up, bro. Like, I was recording everybody, Roddy, putting programs Kaylee. on everybody's computers. I was doing all that for people, you feel me? Like, So you was the, the resident nerd. Real shit. shit. That's, how I, that's how I was, too, so I, I feel that. Yeah, I was like... You said you were buying computers or fixing them? Like, installing programs. Oh, okay, gotcha, Installing gotcha. auto-tune. Wow, and, that's crazy. You know what I mean? This fool, Cali got some whole other shit going on. <laughs> what are you doing, bro? Just relax. <laughs> you re relax, you relax bro. Buttons, bro. Just <laughs> God damn. Them. So, um, real quick, though, I want to touch on something else, too, is I remember listening to a, a song of yours that I, that I thought was dope, and it was, like, real... I don't know. I, I forgot what the name I of it. I think it was Overtime. Overtime. Mm -hmm. And to me, it was more of a personal song. And where, like, where did that come from? Like, because obviously you have a story, which, I mean, let people know, you know, your background, who you are, where you from. Uh, Not necessarily like that, but I'm just yeah. saying what you about. Shit, I'm from Los Angeles, California. Um, you feel me? I, I've been doing it for a while. And, um, you know, we all go through stuff as, you know, grown men and shit. And um, I feel like the best way for me to tell my story is through music. You feel me? So I did that. And, um, you know, just waking up every morning, that shit a blessing, bro. So I'm like, how can I put that in a song? Thanking God for it. You feel me? So I'm like, I thank the Lord for clocking in my shift. You feel me? Like, I'm not supposed to be here, but I'm here. Did you ever think, like, me? Like obviously you have doubts, mm -hmm. right? But when was it like, all right, I'm going to go all in on the music? Oh, I'm not gonna lie. When everybody started getting theirs, that shit made me mad, bro. Cause I'm like, oh, I didn't been here for everybody, but nobody here for me. Oof. You feel me? So that's a normal that shit feeling. Just like made me. I like, put the auto tune on your computer, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man, I put yeah. that, you wouldn't nah, have a but, career without me, the auto tune. Bro. I put on your shit. <laughs> no, look, you heard balling? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, making, I'm making beats for everybody. You feel me? I'm recording everybody. I'm. I'm. You feel me? I quit my job for niggas, bro. Wow. You feel me? And, like, uh, a lot of people don't really, like, show me love. You feel me? And I feel like it's just because they fear what I could do. Do you? Okay, but also what I'm going to say in response to that is 
Nobody owe you shit. Yeah, true, true, true. You know That's why I don't look for that shit no more. So, but I'm saying even internalizing that emotion is gonna fuck your shit up. It's gonna it's gonna mess with your what I call universal credit. You know true, what I'm saying? Yeah. It's lowering your credit score. Mm -hmm. So you can't look at it like that. You got to look at it like when you do stuff for people, you do it with no expectation of return. You know I, I think I think he was speaking to we were having a conversation like on the way over here, like that's kind of how we felt like a few years ago, like mm -hmm. maybe like last year, but like I feel like this year has been like way different. This year I've really you know been working, focusing on myself, learning new things, and finding out what really works for me. You mm -hmm. feel me? Like what works for Rob too? You feel me? I found out clothing. You feel me? That's number one thing for me. You feel me? Um, and just just staying consistent, working all the time. Yeah, this year's been a lot of artists like development. Like we've been in the studio together. Like, you know what I mean? It's like you know he's making these songs and he's putting together the project. And I'm like, okay, what is this project about? Mm -hmm. Like, tell me what? Why did you make this song? You know what I mean? It's it's more so like that thing where me and Cali now like being fully involved and like invested into him. We're like. You know, how do we get you to the next level? Mm -hmm. Like I'm telling them, like, bro, you got to get in the gym. Like yeah. <laughs> you keep you keep making these songs about women, right. they're fired. Like <laughs> right. you need to, you know what I mean? Like yeah, <laughs> no, it's the real oh. shit. Like that's, that I can only be honest with him because I really want us to get to the shit, next I'm level. Have a gut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something that you're speaking to is the whole the artist yeah. development stage, which I mean, if you you talk to a lot of people, they 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 say you know in this industry that's missing. Why is it important for you to kind of incorporate that component into what you guys are building for longevity? Like, like, I feel like there's a lot of, you know, dope artists out here and, you know, I fuck with a lot of dope artists, but you know what I mean? I want to make sure that anybody I work with is going to be around in 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and I feel like if you take those necessary steps, you know what I mean? To develop yourself and not just, you know, try to keep remaking the same song over and over or the same beat, you know, cause he produces too, that I feel like we have a real shot at being here, you know, for, you know, to be one of the legends, you know what I mean? And like yeah, yeah. be around for years and, and people really look at Rob too as like, you know, a pillar in, in hip hop, you know, for years to come. And uh, something about Rob, uh, like between like our, our little group, we call him, uh, you know, the hood Kanye, cause he, he mixes, masters, makes his own beats, um, records himself. Uh, everything, everything. By his, by, yeah, he shoots his. <laughs> I mean, like I, I've seen this man. Like he'll shoot a, a sample shot and tell the director who's supposed to be the one. Like, hey, stand here. He'll be like, hey, stand here. Fix the shutter. The like everything. He's like, all right, now just press record. Then uh -huh. go to the other side. And um, so I think just in artist development alone, that's something me and Vic have been like eyeing in on. Um, just because you can never stop learning. And I plan to any artist like Rob Swift. Uh, Ashton, anyone we work with, I plan to continue to, to develop them to till it's over with. So you you're talking about him being the hood Kanye, yes uh, sir. Rob too being the hood Kanye. So Rob, my question to you is, did did that come out of necessity or were these like traits that you already kind of like possess as you the, were getting into the business? The the, the music always been in me, um, but I ain't get really better. I ain't really get like um, how you say it. I ain't get too sure of my shit until I really like start doing it every day, mm -hmm. and um, you know, like with them calling me like the hood Kanye, or whatever, that's like a big, you know, standard to, be, to how you say it, like live yeah. up to or whatever. But you feel is, is there pressure with that though, or is it kind of like you know you can you can meet those standards? I know standards. I could do it. You feel me? I know I could do it. Like people just gotta hear me. Yeah. So yeah. how how would you describe your 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 sound in like a few words of people that haven't heard you? You know, listen to you for the first time or about to press play. What, what would you say to kind of wrap yourself up? Real motivational. Um, 
you know, straight to the point, and I'm, I'm not lying. Mm. You said you got fired from your job too, or you quit? Should I quit? You quit. What were you doing before? Uh, I was working at schools and shit. Uh, I forgot what I was doing. <laughs> I was working at schools. Yeah, I was, I was working at schools, though. I know that. I was working with different, like, private school because you got people like autistic children and stuff, you know, just like uh, behavioral therapists. That's there, okay. Mm-hmm. Got you, got you. So, I mean, with, with that, obviously, you see kids coming up, you, you, yeah. you're around the community, and you chose to walk away from that to kind of pursue the music. Yeah. Um, and that shit was hard, too. I was I was working at Watts. You feel right. me? Yeah. And um, that's kind of like the area, you know, where, like, I grew up all over LA, but mm. like right there, that's probably like mainly like you know where my like family and shit from. Mm-hmm. So it like meant something to me to be over there and like help the kids and shit. When, when did you start doing music though? Um, was it something you like as a kid or like when did you start like taking the eleventh grade? Eleventh really? grade, I, I I got kicked off the baseball team and shit. Oh, so you was a sports motherfucker too, and then the the was baseball, it because of the football. music or was it because you were just being running around being a knucklehead like what? Yeah, I couldn't play no more, so I'm like, let me do music. You couldn't play meaning meaning what? Um, uh, baseball no more. No, like you did you get injured or like? You oh just... no, my grades. Oh, okay, he was fucking mm-hmm. up. Yeah, fucking up in class. Up. Got it. Shout and they kicked me out my twelfth grade year. I had to go to continuation school with all the bad kids. <laughs> <laughs> said, with all the bad kids, <laughs> man. Like you weren't one of. Right, I'm gonna say like that. Like, with all the other motherfuckers, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm a special bad kid. Though. <laughs> so I mean, but but as as that's when you get into the music, what was the first thing you you chose to do? Was it the rapping? Was it the beats? Like what it was kind producing. of producing? Gotcha. That pulled you in. Mm-hmm. And then everything else kind of like formulated yeah. at that point. I'm not gonna lie, I just started rapping like two years ago. Really? Wow, that's crazy. Oh God! I Damn. God. His first song was uh with Chike with Az Chike. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember listening because. So the funny part about Rob is that the reason I you know well one of the reasons that like I fuck with him so much is that when I first started the blog, like he was one of the first person that like embraced me mm. and. It was him and Sway that were going on a crazy run. Az Sway, um, he That's was producing. Az Sway was rapping. He like just hopped in my DMs one day and he's just like, "Yo, bro, like, I'm like the next Dr. Dre." And I'm just <laughs> like, "What?" And like, and the funny part was that I was like, "You produce?" Because I had seen him shoot videos. Like mm. when I first heard of Rob Two, he was shooting videos. He was mm. a video director, and it was a dope video. Mm. Um, and I was like. That's crazy. I'm like, you produce now too? And he's just like, yeah, bro, I'm going crazy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I was like, I never heard nobody be so bold. Like, you know what I mean? And then, so I'm just like, whatever. But like, we grew a relationship. You know what I mean? We started talking and then he started sending me songs. And then a few months later, right when my Glock comes out, and that really like, um, along with like uh, Mr. Get Doe and like Draco and everybody that really set off like this whole new wave of like artists that you see now. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? When it comes to like the blue faces, the, you know what I mean? Um, everybody shoreline everybody right, like, right, like it all kind of stemmed from like those two songs and like that lane and he was the one that produced that you know what i mean and i thought he was a dope producer then he's like yo i'm rapping now and i was like oh shit damn, yeah, here, here we, we go, go. <laughs> <laughs> don't throw away your career young man <laughs> and then so he he had a song with chike and you know he sent it to me and i posted it and everything and it was pretty dope you know but um light years like you know his music now is like light years ahead of that mm-hmm. like you know what i mean that was only like two years ago so so now you got this situation you you got obviously you got with empire to do this uh this project yeah for you was it was it pressure to say okay i know i'm doing you know the the media side but now going into the mute the actual music side even though you you have a background in it yeah. for you is there is there pressure doing that or is it like no this is kind of like the evolution of 
the what the brand is supposed to be. Nah, it was so hard, bro. I didn't. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't know where to start. Like, I really leaned on Cali super heavy because as much as I covered music, like I wouldn't really be in the studio like that. Mm. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be there during the creation process or anything. Like, I would hear music and be like, "That's fire!" Like, we need to like push this or you know what I mean? Like, I like this song after the fact. I wouldn't be in there like, "Yo, you should like say this part like this." Like, I didn't even have the confidence to say that because I'm just like. Who am I? Who am I? You know what I mean? And then Callie was really the one like, bro, you got to tell them like this is our album. Like, you know what I mean? You got to tell them what to do. You know what I mean? And so it took like that whole month. Like, so we booked out our studio for two months, right? Like nobody could book anything. Like we just paid the rent ourselves and we're just like, fuck it. Like, you know, this is what we're going to do. And the first month, hardly anything got done. Like, because it was a learning curve. And I was even telling Kelly, I'm like, bro, our shit's going to be trash, bro. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, the, like the first maybe like I was we, we got like around 60 songs, I would say, in total. Um, and the first like seven, eight songs, I was like, bro, are we doing the R&B album? Like, <laughs> What's happening like, here? Yeah, I was like, this is not L.A. Like, but so it just took more of a. <clears throat> Like, you have to take yourself kind of, me telling Vic, like, out the block perspective and more of, like, when we book artists for shows. Like, these are artists you know are going to be hot. You These are, like, they have this sound. They're going to bring this part of the city. And with our concept being a ride down Rosecrans and going through the whole city of Los Angeles, it was like, who do you think that will make a good song together to create this sound for this section? And so on and so forth throughout all of LA. So is right. it? Go ahead. Now I was gonna ask Vic yeah. something. Go ahead. I, um, basically, I wanted to ask you because I remember you was talking about like um, we need to push this, right? Yeah. You were one of the first people that I remember was on Shorty Shorty. Yeah. On the West Coast. Yeah. And even before I was even on it, and yeah. like I remember, actually, I think you were the first person that I know of on my, in my yeah. in my group in my circle that. Was on Shorty Shorty with Bitua, right? Yeah. Like, where the where like where do you how do you find your shit and then like where do you like why how do you know what's what you know what I'm saying? Um, man, like I honestly like it's gonna sound weird, but I feel like a lot of times it's like like God's timing, like putting me on things so early and me just like paying attention. You know what I mean? Because um, the day I heard Bituary was the same day I was at the gym, the same day I got fired. Wow. So I was like on the treadmill and then I get a text from the homie, shout out Kobe from New York. And he was he was working at a record label at the time and he sent me the song. It was the video and it had premiered on Fader, which is like huge, but it didn't get any like I went back and I looked at like the Fader tweet. It didn't really get any retweets. Mm -hmm. Like I looked at the views when I watched it. It was like maybe like a thousand views. And it's this guy from Baltimore and nobody on the West Coast knew who he was. Like I knew it like I just knew it. And so I listened to it and I'm like, this kind of sounds like Greedo. I'm like, Hmm. this is fire. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, but it's different at the same time. And I'm like, and then like the, the beat is like very like West coast. Like, Hmm. you know, I think I I wrote about it like immediately. Like I, I posted on the blog and you know, I'm just like, this sounds like, um, like O3 Greedo and like Chike, you know what I mean? Kind of like on one song together, but it's uh, this guy and he has his own style and he's from Baltimore. So I just I just love the song and I just started posting it and starting to see like a reaction to it. And 
I don't think I even like put a caption on it. I think I just posted it like this is hot or something like, and then people started like replying and then, you know what I mean? Like pretty much every like new LA rapper follows me. Right. So then I see Ruchi start posting it. Rob starts posting it, you know, um, Shoreline starts, I send it to Cypress and Cypress is playing it and he's like, this is hard, you know? So mm-hmm. then Shoreline gets on it. Then I'm in contact uh, with, with uh, Shorty's people. And then um, Shoreline is going on tour and they're hitting Maryland the next day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that so, was a connection. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So and then, you know, he brings them out. He performs. And he was like in, in D.C., I think. And they didn't even really go that that up for him like they should have. I felt like because it was so new. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then, you know. So on and so forth. So, yeah. Now you see him like. He's but really, that's so, dope, though. I think that, you know, we, that that alone is what makes this dope. Because it don't have to be like, oh, it's on the radio, or oh, it's it don't have to be that. It could just be yeah. some shit I, I like and I think is dope, and that's what it is. Yeah. Now, now my question to you is, why did you take that approach as far as embracing it? Because a lot of to- a lot of people, not a lot of people. Yeah. The 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 opposite to that is somebody would have heard and be like, man, who's this dude trying to sound like he's from California? Sound like you know, yeah. that's you know, how I take like- it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> okay, there you go. Talk, talk, talk about, about, talk about I'm like, he sound like the homie too much. <laughs> and, and why? So but why was, dope, why was it know? important for you to embrace that versus? Like reaching out and saying, yo, you know, you you kind of sound like you taking this style and embrace it versus doing the other, the opposite. Um, I don't know exactly what it was. I, I felt like I felt like he was just being himself. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like and I felt like he fucked with the West Coast. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if you fuck with us, I'm gonna fuck with you. Right. You know, what I mean, like that's how I took it. You know, like I didn't see it as like trying to like steal nobody's style or anything like and I love the song, and I, it wouldn't get out of my head, so I was probably just biased. <laughs> you know just, what I mean? Just like, liked it, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I think that's interesting too, because the one thing that I'm starting to find, well, I'm a little bit obviously a little bit older, but like, it's interesting to me to hear people that kind of sound like Kendrick. When yeah. when Kendrick was before, he sounded like Wayne, and yeah, he, yeah. he developed his own sound. So of now course. hearing people kind of have uh, not emulating the style, but being influenced by him, yeah. it's interesting to me to hear that. So obviously the newer wave and and, and Caster to come up, you got your pulse on that. You guys got your pulse on, on on that, and embracing it, it it shows the effect of that. What support can really do. When you did when you did the um, the Empire deal, yeah, what was going through your mind? Because I know like. It's like, well, I'm not an artist, but I do want to put artists out, and I do yeah. want to help in my own way. Like, what, what's the little like, like when, like you said, when Gentry called you and offered you a situation, what, how did you go about the thought process? Like, I want to do this, and not being a DJ like that or artist yeah. or whatever. I mean, really, it was like just, just having like, I, I just imagine like, I'm like, okay, what if, what if we had a situation like in 2017 when you know we were like first on shoreline or you know first on greedo and you know what i mean like and if we would have had like you know some support and like a situation where we could have you know put some music out even one or two songs like and i just thought about that and i'm like i'm i'm confident in myself that i'm gonna find another one and another one or i already might know some so i was like i really want to be able to have that instead of waiting on these labels you know what i mean who pick up pick up on it like four months later you know what I mean? I'm just like, let's cut out the middleman. Like, I know what's hot. Got it. Now, uh, a, a ride yeah. down Rosecrans, the project name. Uh, when is it dropping? November 22nd. November 22nd. Rob 2. Shit, I'm, I'm going to drop in November too. I don't got no, like, for sure date yet. Okay. Rob 2 is all over our album, by the way. Uh, who, who else you got on the album? We have uh, Boogie. Mm-hmm. Shout out Boogie. Uh, we have Shoreline Mafia. We have uh, Greedo. Nice. We have uh, Rucci. AD. AD problem, Kalen for real for real, Siete, Aston Matthews, Aston Matthews uh, who else am I thinking? Um, 
FIFA. Richie? We got FIFA Shouts on there. FIFA. FIFA on there twice. Shout nice. out to FIFA, bro. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Big shout out to FIFA. Um, yeah, we have Do the Damn Thing. He's he's a real dope artist from the IE. Um, who else? Rob Two, Big Savvy Swift, Third. Savvy Third. Um, South Trees did production on there. Matt Bricks was all over the album. DJ Ice. Chris O'Bannon. We got Chris oh, O'Bannon. Shout out to Chris O'Bannon. Man, man, he killed our outro. Young, like, man, he killed our outro. And and everybody who's not on the album, like, they more than likely came to the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and we yeah. we tried. I was you know say, what I mean? Like, how did you how did you <laughs> you said sixty songs, Cali? Yeah, yeah. If how did I you guys do this? How did how did you uh, kind of uh, do the so, list down? So literally, um, the con- we went back to the concept of the album, which is um, we want to give uh, people who aren't from Los Angeles a, something that's short, sweet, and an overall understanding of what's going on. Um, also, to go back to the Rosecrans brand, which is uh, find people who aren't uh, you know, fully exposed yet, mm-hmm. people we believe in, and then also people that we've helped expose. Um, so... We we pretty much the concept is we're hopping in a car in the one side of Rosecrans, which starts off with Rucci, and uh, we're like in the gritty areas of Los Angeles, and we're literally driving down, and um, every song kind of almost intertwines with one another, uh, ending at Manhattan Beach Pier, which is the end of Rosecrans. Nice. So it goes from super rough to turn to uh like love songs so those r&b songs that you were talking about they didn't go to waste uh, no, we still got a <laughs> lot first, of them in the first the, seven yeah. songs yeah that was, that that was the recorded. funny thing like we we after like the first album i mean the first week i mean a uh, month i'm sorry yeah we realized like man this is so much like r&b shit like we're like this is not what la sounds like we need to like diversify we need to get harder songs in there and you know we we started calling up you know different homies and we that's when we got like the ad song the problem song um Fat Meech did a really dope record Shout that out. almost made it, but uh, damn it, uh, oh, yeah. it was just Produced like damn it, too, that motherfucker. So Man, yeah, that's coming out. Yeah, Key Riches did a really dope song on there. It's just certain things like we don't want it to be too long. You know yeah, what I mean? I like yeah. I feel like people are already gonna be skeptical of a compilation anyway, album in right, the first right. place. That's mm-hmm. a fact. You know what I mean? And just to kind of go back on how you were saying how we felt doing the Empire deal. Um, they they literally came to us um, asking if Vic was an artist, so they. Once they found out he wasn't, they wanted to sign Vic, and Vic was like, "Like to do what type thing?" So um, uh, they had found out that I was working on some somewhat of a compilation, um, but they they were curious if me and Vic would want to kind of do one to tell the story of Los Angeles, and that's kind of I think why I was able for us to do Rose Grown, which is a mixture of my company Ocean Grown and Vic's Rosecrans Ave, um, and keep it away from being uh, completely industry. Um, and you know, keep it like not have a bias towards it. Got it. Yeah. Something I want to ask, uh, Rob. And we gonna wrap up real quick, but uh, like I remember having a conversation right with uh, well, no, I remember something happened. I'm gonna tell you what happened, and then you tell me your thoughts. Right. But I remember um, on Real ninety two three, we posted something. Mm-hmm. We posted something where it was like, yo, who are the hottest L.A. rappers or some shit like that, right? Yeah. And there was like people tagging in, chiming in, and stuff like that. And yeah. I remember Fat Meech made a comment like he made a comment and I didn't like it. He made a comment like, you know, y'all not going to play my shit anyway or something like that of some to that nature, right? And what was interesting to me is that he the comment he read I'm I'm saying verbatim, but yeah. the comment was more or less geared towards him saying that we don't fuck with him, mm-hmm. right? And what was interesting to me is that he has my cell phone number. 
Remember the phone call I, I, when I called that you? same day you hit me, like, bro, I, I, when you met me at that show, bro, I think that was the, the, the next day you and Chuck shouted him out um, on the radio. So um, the, the, the the same kind of phone call I gave you when I first got, when I, I, I hit you, I'm like, yo, what's your cell phone number? And yeah. I call you, mm-hmm. and I had that conversation with you. It's a similar conversation I had yeah. with him. So just being a newer artist, from your perspective, um, I don't want to say, do you feel like people fuck with you? But I want to say, like, how do you how can we go about being better at supporting y- y'all? Because the conversation I had with him after that was kind of uncomfortable because I'm like, bro, you know better. You got my cell phone number. I'm going to keep it all the way a buck with you. Head. Y'all already doing enough, like speaking on us, you know, bringing us to shit or, you know, just. Just shouting us out, uh, shouting us out on the internet. You feel me? Like it's just up to us to bring more to the table. You feel me? I like, agree. Y'all already laid the table for us, but you know we got to bring something to the dinner table too. You feel me? Like you already fucking with us. Like what more do we we, we want? You feel me? Like, yeah. And like I said earlier, like nobody owes you nothing. You know, yeah, I have that mentality you know. all the time. Like. You know what I mean? It's like, I appreciate all the love I get from you guys. Like, I listen to your podcast. You guys randomly bring me up. I'm like, that's fire. Like, yeah. I love yeah. that shit. You know what I mean? I, I think the common misconception is um, just because you guys are actually, like they're saying, people who do go out your way to show support and love, that people think that that's what you're doing all day long. So if you don't shout them out or you're not playing their song or something like that immediately, that, oh, you don't fuck with them. The thing is, is you guys are still... Ro- like, how many other people in your position do we know that are taking the time out to show younger LA love? And I don't man, see like nobody else there. You don't know who and, hitting y'all up every and, day. You and, feel that, me? Y'all and that's what like I'm saying. Like, for you guys to go out the way to do what you're doing, I think sometimes people feel like it's, they're entitled to it. An entitlement, like, yeah. Yeah, like, even, like, for instance, like, we joke around about it all the, all the time, but last time when I got left down there, I didn't feel no real type of way oh you got left downstairs yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and i got sick by the way uh <laughs> but, <laughs> but, whatever, but whatever uh but i didn't feel no type of way towards y'all or anything like that because mm-hmm. i yeah i was just mad at vic like hey vic bro <laughs> just tell like i was the first one here and you made me wait for someone now i'm outside oh so that's the only I'm, I'm mad at that but i wasn't mad like oh i deserve to be in there nah because you know what uh, i believe in god and timing will come and i'm here today talking about my album with vic like, west coast you feel yeah. me so i don't west think coast. y'all need to do anything else bro uh LA appreciates you. I know that's yeah. what's up. I Thank you. Yeah, that's love, bro. Yeah. And, and it's a full circle moment, man. Like I said, we from from tapping in early and and, and being upon what you guys have been doing and seeing what you're doing to, to to ring in the newer artists that's out here and kind of keep that going. And the foundation that we laid with Homegrown, y'all definitely planting that shit and keeping it going. And it's a a full circle moment for us oh, to yeah. con- continue to keep this shit going as well. So whatever platform we got. Y'all got and it's the same thing. And the album drops one more time. Give me the date. November twenty second. November twenty second. Everybody go right down Rosecrans. Everybody go stream Greedy right now with uh, FIFA, Siete, and AD. And it's yeah. on Rose Grown yeah. Records, right? Rose Grown Records. Yeah. Hey man, I think we need another point in the, uh, on the album, <laughs> man. Because remember the last time listen, they came, the, I know it's coincidence. Wait, listen, listen, listen. Hey, <laughs> what, what, was the, what was the name of the podcast that they were on when, when we uh, brought Rose Grown? It was. That was the name of the wow. episode. I didn't even realize that. Points. 
Hey, no, man. man. Fucking with y'all, Hey, man. man. Where my lawyer at? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Call that nigga. Though. Yeah. Cali. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Damn. I feel like we do owe y'all right. now. If that was really, yeah. That was the name of the podcast episode. It's all love. Look, that's funny. They need like 10% everything. November 22nd. November 22nd. Rob 2 coming. Yeah. November creation. No, November some, but it's coming. And Cali's in the building, man. It's Homegrown Radio. Chuck Dizzle. DJ Head. Rosecrans Vic. Rob 2. Cali, Rose Grown Records. Yep. Right down Rose Crans coming soon. Y'all be on the lookout or it's out now, depending on when you if y'all see this after the fact, it's out. Yep. Go stream we that shit. Tone Grown Radio, here. we out.